guys um been away for a couple of probably like about three weeks maybe two weeks i i can't even tell um i've been emotionally um distraught i've been hurting um uh, i don't know if you guys are familiar with um what's been happening in my country and when i say my country i do it with all due respect to the united states of america because um, I belong, I think, more to the U.S. than I do to Cuba. I've lived most of my life in the United States, and I consider this to be my country as well. But with that being said, there's a, there's a little bug, I don't know how to explain it, that you keep within you that never dies. It's, you can drink a million pills. You can be away for, I don't whatever time. Uh, the honest truth is that Cuba never goes away from you. And uh, when I saw my people fighting with sticks and stones in the middle of the street, being killed, being beaten with their hands tied by police officers, um, and with a bloody face and a broken heart sitting on the sidewalk being uh, arrested, um, screaming out freedom and um, life and country, basically, um, because they were doing it for their country and they were fighting for their life, with seeing so many people being killed, um, many that have been disappeared by the by the Cuban government, that mothers don't know where they're at, arrest being conducted for saying that they want freedom, for the mere little thing that we take for granted in the United States of America. We wake up every day thinking that we're going to go to work and be wherever we're supposed to be and have whatever we're supposed to have. Stop at a McDonald's, get some breakfast, or any other place. It's not a commercial. Um, or simply decide, I'm not going to go to work today. There's decisions in that process. And um, that decision is based on freedom. You have the freedom to choose whether you're having coffee or tea, whether you're going to work or staying home, whether you're going to fly out to another country on a vacation or another part of the states and see a new place or not. My people don't have that freedom. Cuba is a prison that's been conformed for years on end and it's made up of 11 million prisoners. So based on what I was seeing and based on the way I felt, I had absolutely no strength to give encouragement or a voice of enlightenment to anyone because I was hurting and I was hurting bad. I got home, I believe two weeks ago on a Friday night, I served myself dinner and I said, I'm gonna have dinner and talk to my 16 year old, my boy. And uh, when I sat there and we started talking, I just started to cry and I couldn't stop because I was hurting so bad. These people on the streets fighting for freedom with their voices uh, because they don't have weapons. They're not my brother or my sister. They're not my mom or my dad. They're not my kids. They're not my cousins. It's simple. They're my people. And because of that, I cried. And my son said, you know, 
use that uh, use that sadness and and turn it into anger. Because if you have anger, you're going to have strength. And that's when I thought about talking um, with you guys the next time about being rebellious. There's a portion of your life that all these emotions that are negative that are coming into your life, be it because you were born into a broken home or because your relationships don't work or... um, or because someone, you know, rapes your space. They invade your emotional space. They tell you you're absolutely no good. You were born to do nothing. There's people out there that do that. They kill your self-worth and your self-esteem with their words, with their voice. That's what's happening out to my people in my country on a daily basis. Um, so... When all these things are happening to you and all these individuals that are foreign to you because they're not in your body are telling you or showing you uh, with their actions that you're useless, worthless, what the hell are you here for? I mean, what, what, what are you amounting to in this lifetime? And you begin to um, interiorize all of that, absorb it, understand it from a low self-esteem perspective, from... A, uh, a place of not being worthy, of a place of not knowing who you are and what you were meant to do, you begin to, to retract and become very humble, very submissive, I should say. The word maybe is not humble, but submissive. To all these things that are constantly breaking your skin and hurting your soul, and you start swallowing. Swallowing is the best description that I that I uh, that I have for being submissive. So, you know, you swallow the fact that you're not loved. You swallow the fact that you're not wanted. You swallow the fact that you're not worthy. You swallow and you swallow and you swallow. And those little sticks that you're swallowing start to, you know, have friction against each other. And at some point in time, that friction becomes a fire that starts building in you. And at some point, without even recollection or knowledge of as to why or how you got to that point, you will be rebellious. Because there's so much a human being can take emotionally. There's so much you can swallow until you have to throw it all up. And that's when you become rebellious. The people in my country became rebellious because they were swallowing for many years the fact of not being able to go to the supermarket and purchase food for their family, Uh, not having clothing unless it's being sent from the United States over there because there's nowhere to go by, not being able to get on a plane and travel elsewhere because you don't have the right to travel outside your country the right to travel outside your country, even if you have the money to. Only an elite can do so. Um, listen, Listen to this. You don't have the right to listen to the music that you like because at some point, rock was considered to be an anti-government uh, tool. 
It was against the government to listen to rock music, rock bands. I mean, can you swallow that? Or is it too much of a hard pill? So my people started swallowing all these sticks, and it's taking them years, yes, many. But at some point, they became rebellious because the situation they were in built a fire enough in them, big enough in them, to retaliate. And in that process, a lot of people have lost their lives. Many have been beaten. They've been disappeared uh, in prisons. I mean, a 17-year-old girl for saying uh, country and life was taken into prison and sentenced to 25 years, 17, 25 years for requesting freedom. And that happens on a daily, on a daily basis in life. And like in the podcast that we've done before, and I, like I said before, we've gone through many things. We've talked about abandonment, sense of belonging. We talked about fear. We talked about um, looking in and finding those holes that are empty all the time um, because we close them empty because we'd rather not face what we fear than, than take care of the problem by facing it and closing it solid so it doesn't hurt us anymore. And it doesn't uh, become an influential factor of the decisions that we make on a daily basis. So basically, we've come to the point of rebellion. And rebellion usually comes in the adolescent stage. But it doesn't start there. It starts at a very uh, early on um, age. Um, when all these things are being fed into you, all these little sticks are being fed into you, and the friction begins, and you start to question um, why was I born into a divorced family? Why doesn't my mom love my, my dad or my dad love my mom? Why doesn't my dad or my mom want me? Um, why are the other kids calling me ugly? I mean, there's so many things that can build that fire. And when we, when we use rebellion or we become rebellious, usually happens in the teenage years, um, we are exteriorizing, we're vomiting all the shit we swallowed. But in that retaliation, we're throwing bombs at other people. We're kicking and crying and pulling hairs to demonstrate physically that emotionally we're shit. We're also self-sabotaging. Because in that moment, we can't see dimensions. We can only do it looking forward. We can only take the strength from one, one place, and that is I'm broken, and I don't know why. Um, and we work like a horse. You know, we're looking forward all the time, no side view. So based on what my country's facing right now and analyzing the stage of retaliation they're in, um, I took that force and I analyzed me and my stage of retaliation, who I retaliated against, how it hurt me, and how I learned from that. Because all these assholes that are telling us, you're worthless, you're useless, I don't love you, and you're not wanted, why the hell are you on earth? Probably never expected that we were going to stand back up on our two feet with enough strength to think, to analyze, because we've been curing our heart and we've been mending our emotions. We've been 
gluing them back together. And that makes, makes us such a strong human being, something they never even fathomed in their wildest dreams. And that's when we need to sit down and analyze for three minutes how we got to the retaliation sta stage, who put us there, and how the hell we're going to fix it. And the first thing I suggest you do is that you sit down and you point out who was the asshole in the game. But also, analyze in your retaliation who got hurt by being at the wrong place at the wrong time. So we need to forgive ourselves first for sending out these bombs without even knowing why. And then sit down and analyze whether we're going to put them away for good or we're going to forgive. And forgive doesn't mean bring back into my life, I love you and I want you here. Forgive, forgive means I understand what you did. I don't quite comprehend why you did it. But I'm at a stage in my life right now where I know myself enough to know that I don't want you in my life or I don't want you what you have to offer. Or in the midst of my rebellion, I kicked you in the ass and you didn't deserve it. So I'm sorry. Whatever it takes to mend those uh, relationships with yourself, to have self-forgiveness and understanding, to understand how much you had to uh, um, swallow in order to become rebellious, and to understand that the point of rebellion is not the point where you want to make decisions in your life at this point going forward. You want to make educated, thoughtful, experienced, matured, and healthy decisions because your heart and your emotions are becoming healthy. And a healthy individual makes healthy decisions. Looking back to what's happening in my country today, I don't know if it's going to have a resolution. I don't know if it's going to have an ending. I don't know if change is coming. Do I truly believe change is coming at this point? No. Do I truly believe the rebellion they exposed to the world in their defense was a key tool um, to start a movement of change? Yes. Do I feel they were humble about it? Yes. Do I believe that they fought with their soul? Yes. They fought with dignity. They fought with conviction. They fought in defense of their rights. For the first time in a lifetime, there's been a united um, understanding among those that truly believe in freedom that it's a time for them to, to receive it that they need change? Did the government know it was coming? No. Did they expect this was good, they were gonna get out of hand in the way they did? And when I say get out of hand was expose themselves to the world in such an aggressive and, and, and phenomenal way that people had to pay attention? I didn't think the government knew that was coming. Did many people get hurt along the way? Yes. Not only because they were in the streets fighting, but because my sibling, who should be fighting for the same thing as I am, which is freedom, chose to hold back because of fear. So there's a lot of mixed emotions. But the one thing that I can tell you is the rebellion is not oncoming because it was a gift from the universe. 
Rebellion is un oncoming because it's turmoil that builds inside of you based on things that are happening to you emotionally. And every human being has a limit. Now, do we forgive the, the government for what they've done to us? No. Do we understand that we want it to be different? Yes. So let's go back to us. Let's come to that understanding with us, with who we are, and let's make those rational, educated, positive, um, well-vested decisions based on everything we've lived and the great human being that we are today. Thanks to all those emotions and to all those individuals that didn't believe in us, probably today we're much stronger assholes. <laughs> <laughs> and I say that because if you're one with me, I'll be it back, baby. Um, remember that uh, I'm going to be with you on a weekly basis. The KISS is a project of love. The KISS project is here to mend souls, to help you with every single point in your life that you probably don't even know you need help with, to stand for you, to voice your concerns, and to be a growing process that we hold our, our hands through because even though I've, I've been growing for quite some time and I've been doing this with myself for quite some time, there's a lot of things I still have to grow, areas that I still have to grow in and understand about who I am and why I'm here. Um, also understand that there's nothing wrong with failing, that there's nothing wrong with being rebellious, that there's nothing wrong with uh, exteriorizing what we feel and think. That's called freedom. That's what my people are fighting for in, in my land, in Cuba. And hopefully one day they'll have um, their God-given right because they're not born with um, that right taken away from them. They were born just, just like I, I was, just like I am right here, with the right to choose and be, with the right to live. Because there's no reason to be alive and living as a dead person. That's what 11 million people in Cuba are doing. They're living dead. So anyways, being back to light and being back to positive note, please go ahead and take those three minutes and think about yourself, who you are and why you're here. Think about the point in time that took you to a rebellious stage. Think about those bombs you threw out to people um, during your rebellion. And remember to forgive yourself for those that you hurt without wanting or, or meaning to. And also see what the hell you're going to do with the ones that did hurt you directly. Uh, are you going to put them away? Are you going to forgive? Are you going to... Just stash them and move on. But whatever you need to do, you need to do it now. Because tomorrow, we need to be a better human being. This is the Kiss Project, baby. And I'll see you next time. We'll talk about humility next time. See you soon.